All right, welcome to Rock Vegas, everybody. This is Glenn Rockney. Um, I got Matt Fallon with me today. Um, we Trent Brown's gone. I'll just say it. I'll just say it. Trent Brown's gone. He was traded for a Trent Brown and a seventh 2022. I always laugh when they include one of those. I don't, I don't know why the Raiders always have to throw a pick in. <laughs> yeah, they're like it's it's almost like giving somebody like a complimentary like store bag for their item when you leave the store like no take our bag for free it's on the house and you're like what all right sure yeah. and uh and they they do that so the seventh round Trent Brown and a 2022 seventh round pick for a 2022 fifth round pick from the New England Patriots so Trent Brown goes back with Belichick why do I feel like he's going to be healthy all of a sudden um and second uh your thoughts yeah, yeah. I mean, me and you've been talking for months how like the yeah. offensive line is not not a strength on this team. So, I think like a lot of people are enamored by the idea of having five legitimate offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. There's like one team in football that does right now. There's very yeah. few teams that have a five. Like the line line play in the NFL right now is terrible. Mm-hmm. And Trent Brown didn't play. So, I mean, the Raiders didn't really lose anybody that contributed to them the last couple of years. Um, the idea of Trent Brown, him and Colton Miller being the lockdown tackles is yeah. good. But the idea, it's just an idea. And like the Raiders, I mean, everyone wants to, get, to be so quick to get on that and call it one of the worst signings in team history. No. Like, no, it's the idea was right. You you solidify your He was good. Line. He was, was good. Yeah, he, yeah, he was yeah. good. He was hurt. And he, and the and I'll say it right here. The team almost killed him. Yes, I mean, dude, you don't they even almost, start They that. almost killed him in the locker room before the sta- a game. The stands of, of the fan base, the stands of the yeah. fan base, like they want to just bash this guy. And, you know, he didn't put the – I mean, it goes both ways. Like, you know, you got these, like, mouthpieces now for the organization, you know, who are like, you know, this is all Trent Brown's fault. Like, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's 100% not just on him. He had lazy issues in San for Francisco. Sure. And that's why they traded him. Mm-hmm. So you go and you decide, okay, cool. It's the first day of free agency. We're going to sign this left tackle from the Patriots and we're going to sign him to a, a record deal to play right tackle. Mm-hmm. So not only like, I'm so sick and fucking That's tired. What we do. That's what we do. I'm so sick and tired <laughs> of signing these guys and switching their fucking positions. Mm-hmm. Like play, sign a goddamn safety and play him at safety. No. Sign a nickel corner and play him at nickel corner. No. Sign it at a right tackle and play him at right tackle. Yeah. That's it. That's all I want. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're a hell of a bass player. Why don't you come play drums for me? And they're like, so, oh, I mean, I'm not that good at drumming. They're like, I'll pay you twice what you made. Oh, I'll, right. be, I'll pay you double. Yeah. I'll pay you double <laughs> yeah. to do it poorly. Like LaMarcus Joyner, if you said, okay, cool, we're signing him to play slot corner, which they did. Give him slot corner money. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Like, don't it's pay unbelievable. him to play. Don't play him to be a safety. Yeah. You know, like, like okay, like Brian Poole for the Jets. He's been like they suck, but he's been like a decent slot yeah. corner the last couple of years. He was making like two million last year, and he's like mm-hmm. the top five slot corner in football. It's like here yeah. we're gonna we're gonna pay Nomdi, you know, twenty million, and we're gonna play him at wide receiver. You know, <laughs> just like typical yeah, Raiders. It's, it's you know, ridiculous. Like, but Trent Brown, like Trent Brown, was good first of all, and I remember there was that that clip that I saw put up. It was. Uh, I can't remember who 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 shared it. Somebody big was just like this was the 2019 Raiders offseason where it was Mike Mayock's first offseason. And then it goes Antonio Brown trade, Trent Brown signing, Tyrell Williams, bunch of money, Mar- LaMarcus Joyner, and then the three first round picks that they that they yeah, used. and then like bought perfect and all them little mid- yeah. I don't I hate when they throw those yeah, those yeah, are the, the one year deal. Yeah. yeah. And then and not even that. It's just like one, Trent Brown, I don't think it was a bad signing. I I still even the fact that they switched him to right tackle, he was a damn good right tackle. So it's like it still was very good. I still think top five in the league as far as right the tackles. idea was right. That's that's yeah. it. Like when he played, when he played right. he was fantastic. And then you like I'm sorry, I still make the A B trade. I still do it every time. I still 100%, do it. 100%. Yeah, so I that I, that I will say, and I'm a huge critic of Mayock and Gruden. Like I will say, like when it goes bad, when one thing goes bad for the Raiders, a lot of people do just throw like every other thing that they did at it and be like, "This sucked too." And it's like, ah, all right, well, like Joyner's bad because you ch- you changed his position. That's terrible. On terrible. Like you know, drafting Lynn Bowden in the third round and then changing his position and blaming it on COVID. That's bad. Like it's, you know, like, like, I don't know why you always have to change positions for these guys. Mm -hmm. Go draft, draft a running back, draft, you know, Zach Moss, you know, whatever draft somebody that plays the position. 
but yeah. So for right tackle, and we do have some mailbag questions, but I don't, I don't believe these were in there. So I'll, we'll get to that with, with right tackle. The reason I didn't want to exactly move on from Trent Brown, and it looks like that was, it was going to happen either way. I, we, we did, we did kind of talk about, well, maybe the bridge is burned. Maybe, maybe it's not up to uh, the Raiders at that point even, but the, the only thing I, like we said, we can replace guards. You can replace guards. I, I think they will. There's a bunch of Kevin Zeitler released today. Guys like that get released. It might happen. Um, I, I think you can plug and play those guys better. There's even a couple guys in house, which you'd like to see maybe get a look uh, in camp. And, but right tackle is tough because I think you almost got to go your top three picks. One of them has to be a right tackle this year, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah unless, 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 yeah, should it, exactly. Or with the Brandon Parker pick, if you were going, just don't draft two left tackles in 2018. And then with another thing, we're asking him to play right tackle. It was a disaster. He filled in for Miller last year. It wasn't a disaster. It was like, okay, yeah, you know why? Because he plays left tackle. Like it's, some guys it's, were suited better for, you know, and like some of them just can't switch. It's a completely different like moving. It's it's not the same as throwing left-handed and right-handed, but it pro- to some guys, it does feel that different. It's like, whoa. Yeah, and some guys can do it no, to both and yeah. no problem. But it's just, you know, occasionally you get a guy that that's it. Not everyone's Khalif right Barnes. Position. Not everyone's the legendary Khalif Barnes. Yeah. <laughs> guy gets but. a bad rap, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's because his damage was always done pre-snap. He would fucking fall start every time. Yeah, yeah. Kwame <laughs> Harris or Kwame yeah. Brown. The Stanford, Harris, yeah. the Stanford guy, yeah. When the Niners yeah. took him high, I remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. elite. Elite. Cooper Carlisle. Oh, what an awesome Samson. Yeah, but see, my thing with Brown, like, I, I, me and you had this idea for months that they're going to have three offensive line. Like, first off, I was not upset about Gabe Jackson at all. No. Like, I figured, like, no. so I, I posted 10 minutes ago. I'm like, like, Zietler would probably, it's probably going to cost half at yeah. this point. And he, like, he did, you know, he, they were, Minnesota was paying him what we paid Gabe, but he's probably going to cost half. And both, both of them higher, will cost half. Both of them will he had cost a higher half. grade yeah. than, than mm-hmm. Gabe did last year, yeah. you know, and, Gabe, people like they get enamored by like this. You know what? It was a good pick. It was a good draft pick. Great pick. But guess what, dude? Every team has good draft picks. And like the fact that it, like it's a Raiders good draft pick, it they get special loyalty from the fan base because we don't have very oh, yeah. many of them. So oh, like yeah. it's like, okay, we're we're oh, we're we're cutting one of our last good draft picks. Well, you know what? We need more. <laughs> like, you know, we need more good draft and picks. And it's, so, I'm sorry, like he's been on the team for a while. He got a second deal. Like, well, all right, that's that's he what can't, you're... he can't run block. Like it's no. I mean, like, he can't, he can't even run. To. Yeah, he can't run. He used that's to, the thing. but like yeah. last year, he was just getting like every all five of them were just getting obliterated on mm-hmm. the staff. So it's like you know, that's I think Gruden sees that too. Like he wants to be that run first offense. And in the beginning of the season, they were, mm-hmm. and last year they were, and when they were winning, they were they were running off of play action, running the ball. Oh, yeah. And then when the run game starts to struggle. You really see, like, okay, the 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 flaws for Gruden and the flaws for Carr start to come out, like because yeah. they need it, they need it, and at, most good quarterbacks need a run game, like most. I would say, like Mahomes, like if you, you know, he doesn't need a run game. You know, no. Aaron Rodgers has one, but he doesn't really need one, and like, but they they still have like they still establish that, and the Raiders just were unable to do that with that offensive line. So yeah. I'm not mad about it. Like, yeah, well, Trent Brown included. Yeah, so so we'll we'll get to some more team building stuff. Um, so I'll start with the mailbag stuff here, only because uh, some of these questions kind of overlap with what we wanted to talk about, anyways. Um, yeah. So first question we got from Maki Mac says, "Why do you think we? Or why do you? Sorry, why do you think we keep having a problem with players wanting out of this franchise? It's got to be more than just losing. AB was crazy, but Trent and Gabe and." Trent and Gabe and Feliciano's comments. Did Gabe say anything? No, no. Uh, Feliciano was talking for Gabe. Yeah. And I think, I think like Gabe hasn't said a word. No. Um, so that one's like kind of like a stretch. Um, I think when you, anybody that gets fired from their job mm-hmm. or like, you know, like Trent Brown, he had like, he almost died. And like the Raiders did that. And like he's, but he was getting bad mail. See, Gruden's very opinionated. And like mm. when these guys are injured, he says shit to the media. Yeah. You know? Like, and these are grown men. You have to remember, like, these are grown ass men. So you go to the media and you talk about, well, the best availability is available or the best, you know, ability is mm. availability. And these guys, Trent Brown needs to show up. Yeah. And uh, no, 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 no. Well, he's a grown ass man. So like, like that could feel like he's getting belittled by the coach in front of the whole media and fan base, maybe. Um, but then, you know, other guys like Feliciano, you know, he didn't get a contract when Gruden got here, so he's a little bitter. You yeah. know, there's – I mean, I don't ever see anybody like – there's plenty of people that like they talk good about Gruden. 
and there's plenty of people that don't and he's mm. got a volatile personality so like i think that's like it's a combo of like the fact yeah. that he's well plus very sound- volatile and he's quick trigger <laughs> and, pl- and plus though it's like it's kind of here, here's the reason why players this is gonna this is gonna be a real scientific answer that i give you here the reason that people are always trying to get the hell out of here is because we suck and it well, is before gruden before that, I mean, I haven't been, it hasn't been a good friend. We haven't been winning. I will say, guys like getting paid, but after a couple years of getting paid, they're probably like, fuck, this team sucks. You know, like, and, and after a while, they're like, look, I've made 21 mil off this team. I'm down to make half of that if there's a, a competent franchise. And I'm sorry, it's just, even if they, whether it's a Gruden personality thing or not, just it's not winning football. I think you it's know? a combo of both. Now. Yeah, for sure. Like it, you have you have this coach that's like he, he gives the impression that they are this winning team, and like mm-hmm. you're joining this culture of this this team that is winning, and you yeah. know what? We're we're seven and nine for the third straight season. So it's like you know this. He gives this like you know my way or the highway attitude. So I don't know, man. There's something's got to change, and I think I think everybody knows that. I think Gruden's aware of that. Yeah. I think Mayock's aware of that. There's like they're trying to they tried so hard to build this culture. And just go get good players, as you and I, you and I have always. I'm going to get a shirt that says "Just get good players," you know, because mm-hmm. it's that's it. It's simple. I don't give a shit anymore if I, somebody, yeah. you know, got in a fight in college when they were 17 or 18. You know, like yeah. I, I don't care. Go go draft the best player available. You know, whatever. And like the lazy thing with Trent Brown, like he was lazy in San Francisco. He was he was not lazy in New England because people aren't lazy around Belichick and Brady. No, he can't be. Yeah. And he was so, playing. It, he was he was getting a second chance, and he came in the league. People don't realize it's a bit different when you come in the league as a what was he a sixth round pick out of Florida? He was not a high pick. He was like a day three pick when the Niners picked him. When you when you're coming in the league there, and then you get your second chance with a guy like Belichick, you're gonna be on your p's and q's. I'm sorry, like it's it's like yeah. when your parents send you to military school. Like you're gonna fucking get through that, even if you don't end up you know learning anything from it. You're just gonna try to survive there. But then he got yeah. he got paid, and and again I. I would have done it again. It's fine. It's totally fine. It's just, it was a fucked up ass year last year. I think just eh, so bad that it, that it burned. And, and like, maybe there's something to say about Gruden where maybe there's damage control when, when the relationship is frayed, he's kind of got that Al Davis in him where there's no bringing it back. And yeah, maybe yeah, don't, don't say that. Like that's, that's, that's perfect example. But like, see, like he, he, the, like Marky Mark asked, you know, about these mm-hmm. players, you know, like one thing is he came in, he tore it down. Like, he, like, and like he tore that the whole team apart. Like, yeah. They just, you know, like in Feliciano's mind, they went 12 and four, you know, two years ago and Gruden comes in and just tears the whole team apart, cuts all his friends. Yeah. So it's, you know, there's different things there. And like, you know, I don't think there's this like animosity towards the Raiders because they, but like they do, they still do, like you said, they suck and they still have to overpay for, for, for free agents. And you notice that like they, yeah. they don't get team friendly deals. Like yeah. nobody's taking a pay cut to come play there exactly here's remember when when they when they moved to vegas and i remember and i bought into it a little bit and i'm not saying it doesn't factor in at all but people are like dude moving to vegas no state income tax everyone's gonna want to sign with us now i'm like stop trying to get around the point that you have to be a good franchise that wins to to attract these top players you know what i mean and i'm not saying top players like like guys like byron jones who obviously wanted the highest pay payday like that he got miami gave or him the highest payday. yeah guys like that i'm those are good players but i'm talking about the guys that you can get to come in on like a two-year like jj Watt. i don't they said JJ Raiders were in the mix for it. I don't think JJ Watt would have even looked at this franchise. I'm sorry. Like yeah. I know Arizona's not exactly a top tier franchise, and he was looking to get paid, but they've had a fucking winning season before. You know, they had a winning season yeah. last year. Like they're closer. It's and they have you know they have a lot of pieces. Yeah, like, they have a lot more. Pe- and it, it, it's even it's even deeper than that. Like uh-huh. it's like you have guys like Leonard Fournette, who like people are like you know coming and back up Josh Jacobs. No, he goes to Tampa. He's going to back up Ronald Jones. Mm-hmm. and then eventually he was the starter but it's like you know he, he wanted to win right now yeah. like it's not like a big free agent signing but when, when you're when you're looking at those like fringe guys like if the Raiders wanted Fournette last offseason when he got cut mm-hmm. they, they were gonna have to pay him yeah you know <laughs> five million to play come be the backup so like it's different than like you're not gonna get those veterans that are like going to that last Super Bowl ring yeah. that are going for the first like no, playoff you? it's like you're yeah. not gonna get those guys so, yeah, you know, that's it, it will it'll happen eventually. But, mm-hmm. you know, like you saw that when they started winning, when they won a bunch in 2000 with Del Rio, they went and signed a bunch of people that offseason. 
it didn't work out, but they still, you know, Lynch came out of retirement to play with us. Like there was all kinds of like, you know, like people were thinking Raiders are going to the Super Bowl the next season. So they started getting these veterans that wanted to come in and have one last chance. Yeah. So I think that'll all change eventually. But like to answer his question simply, like you said, they suck. It's, <laughs> you just got to you have to win. <laughs> yeah, you have yeah. to win. It's it sucks. And not even just not win a Super Bowl. You just got to show that you can get to the fucking playoffs. Like yep. just, just, just show like, okay, we're going to play in January. We're going to play a game in January. And yeah. Not go, not go two and six every November and December. Yeah. Cause I bet it's fun. I bet it's fun when they win with Gruden. I bet it's fun. I just don't know if it's going to happen. Like it's, it's, I, I could see why players would like that, but yeah. Anyways, next, next question. Uh, Gus Gare, um, the Trent, the, the Trent Brown deal was a bigger, was it a bigger W for the Patriots or a bigger L for Vegas? Uh, also, do you think the OL changes are because of lack of production versus cap or versus cap hit. Oh, he's okay. He's saying, is it a for production cap or the cap? For sure. Yes. All right. For sure. Yeah. A little bit of both there, but um, the last part of the question or just one we haven't really hit on. Do you also think it's something that is it more of that? They see a deep O line class in the draft. Maybe why they're making all these, this room on the, on the line. And, and I don't, I haven't I've touched on that. Before yeah. Either, yeah. Then. I think they, I think they're going to hit it hard. I think they are. I, I, yeah. I they've, they've done a good job. One thing I can say that the Raiders have done, they've brought in quality offensive linemen under Gruden. Over quality. the last, even even back, way back to Re- mm-hmm. Reggie McKenzie when yeah. they brought in Roger Saffold and failed this physical, like they were still trying to get the top available guard that uh-huh. year. And, so was, they, every and, year, yeah, for Austin Howard was solid. Like yeah, guys, guys, yeah. they they do a good job at that. So I'm I'm fine if they if they do. I saw you posting Rayshon Slater or, uh, earlier, like electric. He's not like, going to be there. He but. won't be there. But but um, a guy like I, my thing is maybe you trade back in the first round. Try to it'd be the first time under Mayock you do it. But you you trade back in the first round and maybe a Taven Jenkins is there. Maybe a um, Walker Little. Walker Little. Walker Little's a big question mark, but he's fantastic. But also uh, even the guy out of Michigan. I don't I don't hate that guy either. Oh, it's oh, Mayfield. Yeah, Jalen Mayfield? Mayfield. He's a natural yeah. right tackle. Um, so I. I I, I don't, th- those guys should be there back of the first round. I'd love to, to recoup some picks and, and do that. And then maybe with the picks that you recoup, you can draft a guard day two or even day three or um, something like that. Uh, I do, th- yeah. I do think they see, I do think they like this offensive line class. Everybody does like it's, it's good. It's going to well, be, it's good. like, I mean, it's, it's off the hook. Why yeah. would you, you know, like it's, it's, it's like the wide receiver kind of a, class last year. Like, yeah. 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 And it's, it's one of those things. So he had a two part thing where, so like the, I, I like, I will say like, um, it is a money thing always. Mm-hmm. Like if the Raiders, if they were paying uh, Gabe Jackson $2 million, Gabe Jackson, he would be a Raider. Easily. Um, if, you know, if they were paying incognito the veteran minimum, he would have been a Raider still. Mm-hmm. And I, I, they're, they're saying that he's probably going to come back. So if he does, it fills one hole. But you still nice. need a younger guy there. Like you need a younger guy there just yeah. in case incognito goes out in the first week again. So I think that like to answer that question, the production from the offensive line, like on – like they looked good in the past game, but they were, they were probably bottom five in the run game. Oh yeah. So it's a combination of both it's money and it's production. So they're, they're, they got 30 million tied up in three offensive linemen and two of them basically played a combined five games, Yeah. you know, like, so it's, it, it, it's both, but then also you uh, like to answer your, you know, to, to come off of what you just said, right tackle. I absolutely am drafting one. Yeah. I don't care who I sign. I don't care who I sign. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm drafting one in the first three rounds. Yeah, you want five years um, of somebody and, out of this class. You want five years out of them at a it, it's deal. Deep. It, it's deep. So in round two, though, too, you can get, you know, a walker little maybe if he falls. You can get, you know, a, you know whatever. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, guards, like, dude, I've been, like, saying for years, you know, like, you get these guards all the time. They, they, when they got incognito, they got them off the scrap heap for $2 yeah. million. Kyle Long's coming back. Traded. You think you yeah. don't and think for it. Don't think for a second that John Gruden is not going to try to get Kyle Long in this building. Checks every box of something John Gruden would get a rock hard erection for, dude. Is, is somebody like Kyle Long? Yeah. Raider family oh. connection. Yeah, that's good in the past. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, no, he's flipping over his desk with it. It's like it, it, it's insane. Like he's gonna, he's gonna. You have the Howie Long connection. You have man, all that, all that stuff. Good. I mean, he's good. And they said it. They say he's in great shape right now. Playing at three fifteen right now without playing or doing any of that. So that's, that's a good weight. And uh, I feel like I've posted it like 50 times already this off season. Like this has Gruden written all over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like someone joked, they're like, you have that on your clipboard. Don't you? Like, I just click it. Yeah. Cause like, 
like there's like about five or six free eight like guys that have been cut the last couple of days and i'm just like gruden's gonna sign this guy isn't he? any tight end like, any tight end any tight end Dude, yeah, Kyle Rudolph, Rudolph. Getting, is going to get the goal line fades, and everyone's going to be pissed off. Just get you, just get ready for it, dude. Yeah, they they do have a need there. Like they do need a third tight end now. Yeah, it just, you know, yeah, car- but... carriers a free agent, you know, so like mm-hmm. they will sign one. I guarantee it. So. Yeah, I agree. And so uh, next one, uh, this is another O line question. I, I do still think this is a, a good. Um, something to build off of so did the rate this is from aaron targaryen and uh he says did the raiders pigeonhole themselves into taking a right tackle at 17 or do you see them addressing it some other way uh like you said take one maybe not at 17 doesn't have to be um i prefer to trade back if unless like like, i like darisaw a lot christian darisaw i'm I'm actually a pretty big fan virginia tech guy um i like him i again i still think some of these guys a lot of teams want left tackles so you have to realize you're still picking. You're still guys like Jack Conklin. I remember was a right tackle that went really early, but there a lot of times those guys are still there, right? Right by 17, some of the top ones. So yeah, I'd like more to like take, second too. I mean, like, yeah, but this year more, I think they're going to go higher. They're they're just good. I think they're really good. Like last year, look at that right tackle class last year. Those guys were fucking ballers, man. Jedrick Wills, um, who uh, Tristan Wirfs. Um, I have a fucking annoying ass Jets fan that always chirps at me and goes wow aren't you mad that you guys took uh henry ruggs instead of uh uh tristan Wirfs? i'm like well yeah we, i mean we thought we had a right tackle last year and yeah and by the yeah, way right, the, right. the one the one one of the few bright and shining moments of henry ruggs rookie season was against the jets so fuck off that was also what i said so but <laughs> i was more mad that like they didn't exceed but that's just because i liked him and um but yeah. what that's that's not part of the question but i think so as far as like being pigeonholed, the Raiders seem to do that to themselves. We've talked about that before. Um, like last year, every single person in the world knew they were taking one of those three wide receivers. Yep. Um, and then when it corner. came to 19, pretty mm-hmm. much everybody knew they were going corner. So I do not think that this is as drastic as that. Um, mm-hmm. Like the Raiders next, like they didn't have any corners on the roster that could have started. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have anybody. Um, they don't currently have a right tackle on the roster, but like, there's plenty of options like before yeah. the draft. Uh, it's a tough question to answer right now. Cause like if they, if they resign Denzel good, like I've talked about the fact that they might play him at right tackle. I know that that's a hang up in his contract right now is that like, he thinks he can get paid right tackle money. Yeah, but he's, he's, but he's he wasn't not, as good as the right he's tackle. He's not good at right tackle. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. But that seems like something Gruden might do. Yeah. Um, so I think it just depends on like how they attack free agency. And then you have like, you know, you don't have to take a right tackle in the first round. You take, if there's the best ones available, you take them and you're happy. Mm-hmm. So like the pigeonhole thing is like, it's tough because like when you got to 19, you didn't have the best corner in the draft available anymore. Right. You had a couple of ones that were better than Arnett, but mm-hmm. we'll get, that's besides the point again. But like at number 12, you got your pick of the best wide receiver. Yeah. So don't, like, yeah, yeah. They might pigeonhole, pigeonhole themselves. They might pigeonhole themselves. That's like you're saying they knew they last year, no matter what they were going to take Henry Ruggs. Last year, no yep. matter what, they were going to take Damon Arnett, and I and I think there's gonna I, there is going to be one tackle, especially in this class. I, I won't blame them for falling in love with the tackle class. I just hope it's They're not like I hope I hope it's no exactly what I hope it is is it's not like with somehow Christian Darrisaw on the board, somehow uh, uh, Sean Slater uh, gas mask bong video emerges and he's there at 17. But then they're like Jalen Mayfield. I, he's a leader. I like him. We're going to take him. That's what I hope they don't do in this draft. Pigeonhole yourself into taking the best right tackle. I have no problem with that. Just don't pigeonhole yourself into that one guy that you could probably get with your next pick. You've been drafting. You've been reaching on guys for the past three seasons to get leaders in the locker room. And you have a locker room that's screaming at each other after the Miami Dolphins game. you got a guy that's mm-hmm. overweight, pissed off at the coach, and wants to get traded to the Patriots. And you go sign Jason Witten to be a leader. Why do you have to go sign Jason Witten to be a leader But when you drafted all these leaders? Yeah. Stop drafting leaders and draft good football players. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's it. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna get a shirt on the, of that. It's gonna say, "Don't draft team captains. Draft good football players." I, I'm telling you, I, I, that's it's it's instead of just win, baby, just draft good football players, baby. Yeah. Like this is just, just like you can go back to a decade with the Raiders drafting bad football players, but I'm yeah. saying like the last couple of years, it's been just pretty obvious to everybody like who they should take and they don't. Um, yeah. And you know, taking like Tanner Muse in the third round because he's a leader and a special teams war daddy. And he's literally like a waste of a pick. 
Yeah. It's ridiculous. You know they're gonna take you know they're gonna do that with the with the Trent Brown fifth rounder they get next year. It's gonna be like the the temple special teams player of the year. Like yeah, uh, he's blind and he's blind in one eye. He's a good leader. Yeah, 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 exactly. One hundred percent. Next one from Jim Forever Slump. Should the Raiders target Juju? I like this one. I like this question. We've and talked he, about it. I, I like Juju. I don't, I don't, I don't, I think he would eat in this fucking offense. I'll tell you right now, a lot of fans, I'm gonna call out some fans right now. A lot of fans don't like him because they think he's gay. Yeah, yeah. He's a, got lot a, people, a lot of people, a lot, a lot of people think he's, think he's like Jackson Mahomes. Like a lot of people think that's what they're doing is that, is that they're signing him to play. It's like, first off, even if he's gay, you and I talk about Odell doing all that stuff. I don't give a fuck. I think he's pretty good. Yeah. The one thing I would get, yeah. what I would do get, whatever you want, dude. yeah, way, yeah. hey. and it's Vegas. What what happens there stays there is what I've been told. And uh, the <laughs> the, uh, but anyways, Juju is good. My problem is is I I would only do it if Juju whiffs on the first wave because this we, this year is going to be weird with free agency. Like guys, Dude, there's, there's the big money. Is, yeah, and they're not. No, no, like the wide receiver free agent class is like unreal yeah like there this is like the, like the only like there's positions in free agency every year they get overpaid like when we paid for tyrell williams that free agent class sucked he was yeah. the best one yeah okay you got the best guy so you overpaid for him like last year like the linebacker class it was like littleton and and um nick were like the only ones we, mm-hmm. we overpaid for both of them and like you you get to a point where you like you have like a like one you know that everybody everybody needs offensive tackles. So like the one free agent offensive tackle is always going to get overpaid. Right, right. But wide receivers this year, there's like five to six number one guys. There's like a bunch of number twos. Uh-huh. Like John Brown got cut today. Yeah, yeah. He can I instantly saw. come in and start on like twenty teams. Mm-hmm. You have guys like that. Sanders is pretty washed, but he got cut today. I don't um, hate that either. I would not. Aguilar hate him is not getting big money. So mm-hmm. I, I really do think he's going to end up coming back. Cause he, cause he's not going to get paid. Yeah. And if he does good for him, like goes and takes a one year, $10 million deal somewhere. But like you have guys like up and down, like Will Fuller, Galladay. Yeah. You know, you, then you got like Marvin Jones, AJ green. Like there's, there's free agent wide receivers, like up, up the yin yang this year. Yeah. And then you got guys like that, like, are like, I think are decent. Like Kendrick Bourne, who like could be pretty Tim, good. Tim somewhere. Patrick. Isn't Tim Patrick. Tim a free Patrick? Agent? Yeah. yeah he's a good bunch of guys. There's like a lot of guys. Like the, yeah. the Raiders don't need to break the bank on a wide receiver. Yeah. So if Juju's going to cost 12 million. Yeah. Hell no. I don't, I don't want anything yeah. to do with it. If he's going to cost seven. Yeah. Sign me up. Sign me up. So three three years, seven million. Yeah. So I, to answer his question, depends on the value because I think yeah. there's a lot of value out there this year mm-hmm. um, i'd rather i'd rather sign marvin jones if it's going to cost you know six seven million yeah but I, 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 either one short, either you know, one. short term a short term out you know what i mean not yeah. like i want to sign marvin jones for five years but like i think he fits that position that crabtree played for car right like you know red zone target like so i i think that one thing i want to do this year is you know focus on the needs and then like not like you said don't get carried away with the the first day and people are going to get upset when all these guys are signing and they're, what are the Raiders doing every year? It's the same thing. Then when they have a big year, when they sign a bunch of guys on the first day and they end up cutting them two years later, you're all going to be pissed off again. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, they did. They signed Tyrell Williams, Trent Brown, LaMarcus Joyner all on the first day. And everybody's like, you know, good off season, great off season guys. Cause they spent a bunch of money. Yeah. It's not always good. No, hundred percent. And, and this year, especially with the way the cap is, the NFL's in like slightly bit of a quote unquote recession because of last year, the cap went down a little bit. I think there's players that are prepared to sit out there on the market a little bit longer too. I don't think I, it's going to be a bit different. I I think it's set at 182 and a half mil. Uh, 182 and a half yeah, today. One, yeah. 182 and a half. And wasn't it like 190 something last year? Or was it? Yeah, was, so it's yeah. 16 million lower than yeah. it was last That's year. That's considerable. That's considerable. So you're going to see, again, you noticed everybody signed their franchise tag. There wasn't one report of a guy going like, fuck that. I'm not playing on the franchise tag. You know why? Because they got to wait a year before the NFL gets its money back to, uh, to up the salary cap a little bit. So like yeah. I said, play the long game. I like last year signing Marcus Mariota day one of free agency. Didn't have to happen. Didn't have nope. to happen. Could have got Winston like seven months later. Cam. I mean, anybody, yes. I know Cam wasn't great, but like it's your backup quarterback. I'm just saying you, you paid Marcus Mariota an exorbitant amount of money. to to play well in one well, game. To hold the clipboard. 
and play well in one game like that you still lost so it's like yeah not not a big deal um but anyways the uh next one is i I like this question a lot too uh this one is anunnaki flow no limit of the west should we get a safety in the draft or free agency oh yeah i mean it's, again, it's a broad question because I think that the Raiders are going to do both again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, okay, number one, you don't have one – like you can say whatever you want. You love Jonathan Abram. I know a lot of fans do. You don't have one starting safety sure. right now. You technically really have zero. So, like I've posted earlier, uh, you know, Ke- Kenny Vicero got cut from the Titans. Vicero, Vicaro, I don't know yeah. how to pronounce it. No, no, no. Yeah. I ain't talking about uh, Somebody roasted me on Twitter about that the other day, but uh, – JT the Brick at least knows how to announce names. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yeah, because he's gargling them all the time. (laughs) (laughs) All right, hey, tough guy. uh, Hey, you like to run your mouth, tough guy? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to fly you out right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, but like Kenny Vaccaro got cut today, you know, and he's a starting, he was a starting strong safety for the Titans last year. Now, they're, they're like, well, we have Abram. Why would you bring him? Well, I'm bringing somebody in to compete with Abram. Because so he signing, was rated the worst safety in football last year. That's why. I'm, I'm, signing, I'm signing three safeties, okay, mm. or drafting a combination of three. Yeah. I don't want Eric Harris anywhere near the football team. Nope. I don't want to have to see – Levitt, you re-sign him, you play special teams, that's fine. I don't want him on, anywhere on the field, okay? I don't want to sign any more white safeties. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, there were the only team in NFL history to have three white DBs on the yes. roster. Absolutely absurd. Yeah, that was back when actually like the, the time to have white safeties on your football team were when you actually had to work at the potato fact chip factory and be a free safety in yeah. the NFL. It's, it's not not both. Money. Not the guy that worked at the potato chip factory. Then you sign him to become your safety. Like back then you had to have two jobs when that was relevant. You know Eric I mean? Harris had that three interception game and like everybody's just like like the coaches just got enamored by him. And like it's like, dude, Philip Rivers thought he was on his team. Yeah, Philip Rivers was like, yeah. Philip Rivers thought he was one of his kids. Yeah, he was like, like oh, yeah. here, here you go, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I have three kids named Eric, but yeah, uh, like, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to get one for each kid, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. You see Eric on a pick, like, you know? Yeah, and, but for for what he was saying, um, I, there is kind of a positional value thing. Like I, I said it with you uh, last time you were on. Like safeties don't go high in the draft anymore unless you, unless there's like a clear Jamal Adams, a clear Derwin James, guys that that are just you know top ten no matter what prospects. But nowadays you don't see that position high. Uh, a lot of those guys are like you don't know if they're slot if they're if they're safety at the next level. Um, a lot of it's scheme dependent. So a lot of teams, a lot of guys are sitting there in the second round. Um, so I would like to, I would like to bring in a veteran. I'd like to draft draft and bring in a veteran. But the Raiders only have seven, what six seven picks right now, so it's a bit. Six, yeah, six it's a, it's so yeah. But but yeah, you can bring like J. Ron Curse. Uh, there's there's guys like that out there you can bring in. Um, I Trey there Boston are, again. yeah, Trey Boston, Gus Bradley connection. Um, do that if I'm taking somebody high though, and I think that's what he's referring to in here because when you say taking the draft, usually they mean within the first three. Picks. Well, he said pick 17, I think. No, no, he, he he just said, should we address it in the in the free agency or the draft is what he said. Oh, but, yeah. but usually when Not people say the draft, when people say with the draft, they usually mean your first three picks. That's usually what people mean. I mean, no one cares what you do with your sixth round pick. So yeah. uh, what, what, what I would do is I, I do value corners a bit more earlier in the draft. I think it's it's when you can find premium coverage corners, like if, if a Greg Newsom is there somehow in the second round, like pfft, I'm all over that. It's so tannic. 17 I'm yeah yeah I'm, I'm I'm jumping on it I don't I'm not Trayvon Mullen and Damon Arnett are not enough for me to be like no wait we, we have two lockdown corners and and plus you need three at least three against Mahomes so yeah, I'll put like, Damon yeah. make Damon Arnett a slot corner I don't, that's yeah, what I people are saying corner. yeah yeah something just something or or just hey maybe he's your backup like it's fine like it's not a big deal like it sucks that you use the pick on him so high but what if he's just a, what if you just have a stable of good corners so I, I do value corner over safety early but yeah, you got to bring in a few safeties. They need to revamp the whole thing. Abram's going to get another year, of course he is. But the you're gonna he, he's gonna be a he's gonna be a safety that like at a position nobody else really plays. Like he's gonna be a he's I think he's gonna be hovering around the line of scrimmage a lot more. I think he's gonna yeah. be used. They're gonna use him the way the Seahawks use Jamal Adams is what I think they're gonna do. I think they're well, gonna they have might have him. three safeties on the field sometimes too, and they yeah, might have sure. you know he's playing that outside linebacker spot blitzing exactly. a lot. Yeah, they tried I, that. Yeah. At, they tried that at the end of the year last year. They had him blitzing a lot. It wasn't terrible. 
and he didn't get there off, like he got there a couple times late but like he he jumped offside twice and sacked the quarterback twice mm-hmm. no so it wasn't like, terrible yeah yeah so i mean that 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 strategy might be the best for his career mm-hmm. um you know again like you said with um arnett and mullen you know like or if, if arnett has to get, go to the bench sorry you wasted a pick right yeah or like, or, he can, get, or he's just a solid player. contributor or yeah, yeah yeah i just something so yeah i, I don't you know better. you get better you know yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, for me, bring, bring it. It doesn't really matter to me. I just don't want, don't take a safety high. I don't want them to take, I love Trayvon Morick. Don't take him at 17. I'm sorry. You just don't have to. I don't think he's going to go that high. I think no, he, but, the, but who, what would be the team that did it? If they fell in love with him, it'd be the Raiders. Oh, that's yeah. all I'm saying. It can't be the Raiders. Take Our, Carl Joseph number. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm, so I'm saying. Like, like, yeah. That, like guys, you can get with that second round pick. That's classic Raiders. So I, that's what I mean. Don't, don't get pigeonholed into it. Do it. If, you t- if he's there in the second round, he's not. If not, guess what? There's another good safety that you can take. Don't be- fall in love with that one guy. Like, that's what they do every single year. But next question. Uh, hi, Sean, 808, Hawaii, represent. No, nah, skip um, this one. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even read it. It's poorly worded. I don't even I don't <laughs> even know. But no, uh, uh, JJ, I'm assuming he means uh, Josh Jacobs, not JJ Nelson. But uh, Josh Jacobs is good, but his running style doesn't uh, lend well for his health. Running game struggled last year. Backup running back is critical. Who do you like? Uh, you and I talked about it not long ago, but uh, maybe you got some yeah. some new uh, things. I, I agree, though. I agree. We need a good, uh, a solid backup running back, but it does not require a big investment. No, there's a ton of backup running backs available. A lot of, a lot of guys on the market uh, this year because um, you have your main guys like Kenyon Drake and Aaron love, Jones. Who are gonna get, they're going to get paid by somebody to start. Hmm. Um, but then you have a bunch of guys that are, you know, like Mike Davis and, uh, you know, Chris Carson isn't getting tagged by Seattle. I, I don't think anybody's going to pay him big money. Um, you know, you could see a guy like that. Maybe come in and do, yeah. Come in and be like a two headed monster, you know, like promise them, a, you know, people say they don't do it, but you can promise them, Hey, you're going to get 10 carries a game. Like he was in a committee in Seattle and he never seemed to have a problem with it. No, um, but, but he was a seventh round pick. So maybe it was, yeah. you know, yeah. Something like that. And but. the draft has like, you know, the draft has good running backs every year. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't use any pick higher than a fourth rounder mm-hmm. myself. Agreed. The Raiders, you know, they haven't prioritized that position a bunch. They go sign Devonte Booker and they get a little, little production out of him, but like, yeah, like a Chris Carson would be like my dream, but then like realistically, like a Mike Davis would be ideal. Like if you were going to go cheap, because he, you know, he did well in, in place of McCaffrey, and that's like, you know, somebody who take five, seven, eight carries, and yeah, not, I, know, I love Mike Davis. Yeah, I love Mike Davis. Yeah. Him or him so or Chris Carson. Like him or Chris Carson would be would would really excite me if they brought either of those two guys in. Because Chris Hart, Carson's big thing was getting injured, so I think his, I think he could put up numbers getting 10, 10 carries a game. Yeah, and I don't know if he's going to break the bank because of the injuries. No, so. I don't think so either. And and just the fact that. James Connor is going to get some money. I think, I think he's still going to get a, a he's not great, but I, I think somebody's going to give him four mil a year, you know, and, and, uh, Kenyon, I, I don't know if I agree with you on Kenyon Drake. I feel like some, I think he's going to be one of those guys where it's going to be like, why hasn't anyone still signed this guy? I, for whatever Maybe. reason, it could be because I, I, I still think, I still think he's one of those. He's not like a traditional back. I don't know. I like him a lot though. Like I, I actually, I actually think it'd be pretty cool to have a home run hitter like that coming out of the backfield. Yeah, I brought Connor up last time. And I think like he's another guy. Like I mean, the Raiders are spending four million dollars on Jalen Rashard. So yeah, like gone, please. You know, yeah, tomorrow. I, that was yeah. one I, I was waiting to see. That like, please let's create more space by getting rid of him. And yeah, so I, you're right. Um, but yeah, um, I'm with you. I'd rather I'd rather do it in free agency. I don't necessarily need to spend a pick on it. That's not something I I have to do. But there are some guys. Um, Javante Williams. Those guys are good. Uh, Michael Carter. But those guys yeah. will be there before I want to pick them. Those guys will be picked before I want to use a pick. Basically. Um, Nodge, those will all be like first yeah, second rounders. Yeah, exactly. So uh next one from Raider Mike. Who do you see that can step up and be a leader on defense? Anyone on the roster right now, or what free agent we should target? Should we target that could fill that role? Uh, I saw that question. I like yeah, that question. Um, no, we first off, do not sign fucking leaders. I'm sorry, like I, I just sign guys that can yeah. second of all. What about the fourth overall pick that you drafted for hmm? Let me check my notes. Leadership, Cleveland Furl in 2019. I'm not even saying this to make fun of Raider Mike. I'm saying for the Raiders, because they keep drafting guys to be leaders, but you don't see the C on Cleveland Furl's chest in, right now. Yeah, Devin, I think it's be- Devin White has a C on his chest, does he? Does he not? Yeah, he does. He's good, and he's good. 
Okay. The guy we passed player. on. The guy we passed on. Yeah. You know what happens with good football players? People fucking listen to him. You know, Tom, Khalil Mack. Do remember? Remember Tom when Khalil Mack? Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, Khalil Mack. They used to be like, yeah, he doesn't say a goddamn thing, but everyone respects him. It's like, yeah, because you know what? Good. Yeah, because he's a psychotic fucking football player, defensive end. He's a beast. Like, yeah. And all he's got to do is all he's got to do is say one thing every so often, and everyone's like, hell yeah, you know. And, and I think to answer Mike's question though, you know, like it's like you know, on the team right now, clearly the Raiders don't have a ton of leadership. I know. Like, based on yeah. all the reports, right? However, I think like a guy like Crosby, who's going into year three, mm-hmm. and he's a productive football player who's been mm-hmm. there for three seasons, he can you know step up and do that. And it's going to change under Gus Bradley. Like I think, like I, I don't think Gunther was a very good football coach. Um, I don't think Bradley's crazy good, but I think he's better. And I think that like, you know, go get like one guy from. I don't want to do what we did with Gunther, where it was always like we're going to go get these Gunther guys. Yeah. Like you need guys that fit the system, but like. You know, the Raiders are all about fitting Gunther's system, but Carlos Dunlap falls on your lap. <laughs> and it's like, okay, cool. We don't need any more Gunther guys. We're good with uh, Reggie Nelson and Bontis Perfect and like, you know, whatever. But I do think that, like, you know, like, like you, it's get, get good football players and like naturally they will become leaders. Number one. Uh-huh. Number two, you'll have, you have guys that are going to year three, Mullen, Crosby, who are good, who can step up and take yeah. that role. Um, and then, you know, go sign like one guy that was in Bradley's system that could be a leader. I don't want Richard Sherman, but like I'm talking like Trey Boston, you know, Trey Boston. If you wanted to, you know, if, if Melvin Ingram's come up a couple times, like I wouldn't hate it. It's not my number one choice. Wait on him. Can he come in? And be, yeah. Can he come in and be a leader? Maybe, you know, so I think ultimately what it comes down to and I, my roundabout way of answering that question is the Raiders lack leadership from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. And for them to have leadership on the field, I think they need to have leadership off the field. So they need yeah. Gruden to step up as a leader, and he needs to be a better yeah. football coach this season. Follow the protocols. Fucking be a, be a good coach. Mm-hmm. You know, like don't go in the media and make a bunch of excuses when you lose because yeah. you know what's going to happen is the players are going to make excuses. The week after Gruden goes and makes a bunch of excuses about losing, Carr goes on and tells fans who have been fans for twenty five years and watched a bunch of crap on this fucking TV <laughs> that they need to enjoy. A one a three point miracle win over the Jets. Yeah. Okay. Are you not so, entertained? Well, he did the gladiator. The fucking Carr. gladiator. I don't even blame Carr. Like I'm like you know what like he's doing exactly what his head football coach does. People want to you know bash on Carr or whatever he does. He says the same thing that Gruden does every time. Yeah, and that's why Gruden loves him. And that's why Gruden loves him. But like, dude, the leadership needs to be off. The coach needs to start with the coaching staff, and, and it bleeds into the players. Like when they had Buckner, when they had Buckner there, those those defense linemen loved him, and mm-hmm. they, they might not be the most talented group, but they have leaders and they're playing hard. Yeah, and you, you know, and then now you then you fire him and you go hire your buddy, and now all of a sudden none of those guys feel like playing hard. So I, I can go on about that all day, but the yeah. leadership is not the players' issue. I have a yeah. I, I have hire a solution. Uh, I have a solution regarding uh, how I mentioned Cleo and Furl. Here's my thing. I, d- I drafted you because of your intangibles, right? I drafted you because you were a very professional football player. Stop the run first. Great. Whatever. P- picked you over a lot of guys. They even said it themselves. Picked them over some guys that it was a surprise pick, right? We, we made our jokes about that. But just put the fucking I – would, I would just stitch the, the captain thing on his jersey. I would stitch the captain thing on his jersey and be like, you're the captain. I would just tell him that and be like, see how you respond. Because it's like, that's what you're here to do. You're drafted here. When you take somebody, and PFF says this a lot, and I actually I like this a lot. When you draft somebody, especially in the top five, you think he's going to be there for 10 years. Mm-hmm. So you think you're going to draft a guy top five, have him be there for 10 years, and not lead your team at any point? I don't know. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's why I say, I say it's not that it has to be him, but why shouldn't why like, then you're so wrong in your evaluation that you couldn't even get the like intangible part of it. Right. Where you could where you, actually, you dropped him for that exact reason. Yeah. So, so I agree. That, yeah. yeah. So last, uh, last question. This is from, uh, uh, Al LaFleur. Um, how do you think the change of scheme and coaching is going to affect our 2019 and 2020 draft picks on defense and how, is, uh, and how will this help? Corey Littleton play better. Um, yeah. Corey, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
No, no, go ahead, dude. I was just yeah. saying that's a good question. That's yeah, good question. I do. I do. I think so too. We, we hinted on it a little bit, but not with the draft, which I, that's why I like that question a lot. Um, Corey Littleton, I expect to actually be like night and day different this year. I'm not going to lie. There's a, there, like, he is a good, you cannot tell me he's not a good football player. No, I'm going to die on that. Too. Yeah. I, I've been saying that for a month. Nobody was comfortable in that scheme last year. Nobody was like, yo, this fucking scheme rocks. Like I just, I'm just eating up in this scheme. It's great. Everybody looked lost. Nobody was able to play fast. Like we've, we've been saying that guys, guys just haven't been able to play fast in their system. And I think Corey Littleton, one of his things is he's good at, he, he was a great tackler. And then all of a sudden couldn't tackle last year. It's just, it's just weird. He doesn't strike me as a guy. You don't hear these things that, oh, he never showed up to practice. Oh, he was overweight. None of, you didn't hear any of this kind of stuff. He didn't stuff. do that last year either. Like nobody ever said anything about him being lazy or anything. No, that's what I mean. So oh, so yeah. after he got paid. So it's not it's not a like, oh, I got paid and, you know, just chilling and stuff. It, it didn't see that. And once Marinelli took over, I did see him play a little bit better in those Dolphin games, those Charger games. He just looked well, like. he said he hated. Remember, he, he had that interview in the yes, season that was very alarming for for the fan base, it's like, oh shit, our players do not respect our defensive coordinator at all. Yeah, like, well, no, he, like, he I, said, I he said, I can only do what my scheme is having me do, or something like it was something what my like coaches that. are having me yeah, do. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. So, yeah, where's the lie? I mean, you know, you come from a guy like Wade Phillips, and you go to a guy like Paul Gunther, might respect that a little bit more, you know. And 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 so, so with that, but with the draft picks, I think is interesting. Um, uh, BD Williams, uh, Marcus Johnson, they they were talking about it when they did a defensive end special. I. I encourage everybody to go check out tape don't lie they're doing really good draft coverage right now for rate and raiders theme draft coverage and mm-hmm. uh um, breaking down guys by position group really good stuff um i think you're going to see more Gus bradley favor the natural pin your ears back pass rusher a lot more i think you're going to see um look i made that fucking joke about aziz ojalari and all the draft fucking nerds came after me i'm like dude Okay, me, whatever. I'm one of them. I was like, yeah, I no, them. not you. You, you were I, to me. I said when he's a clean throw, I'm like, he's not going to get the fucking sacks. Is what I'm saying. That was my thing. I don't think he's going to be a high sack guy. Oh yeah, whatever. He just shows bad. I didn't see a lot of explosion on the clips I watched. I'm not a draft guy. Whatever. Nonetheless, I don't think you're going to see him favor guys like that. And I could be wrong. Watch him take him at 17. But the, um, I think you're going to see the guys like Gregory Rousseau. Not, not that, not him. But like the guys that could develop into like the Daniel Hunter type, uh, just like athletic. Just Daniel Hunter. Guys. I mean, I would trade seventeen for him today. I would do it. Well, I just I would trade seventeen right now. Yeah, like, uh, we could. Hey, scratch the draft. Like we'll yeah. just do that. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm, yeah. like, I don't need to talk about it. Like go no, get him. No, I so. you, you fully sign up. So I'm just saying, but he they're gonna that it's gonna change the way the guys they go after instead of these big like cinder block guys that can like move like the Mario villains and shit like left and right. Like, uh, and, and that, that just set the edge and can't rush and can't bend and stuff. Like you're, you're, they're going to go after, I think more athletic freaks. That's what they did in Jacksonville. That's what they did in Sandy in uh, LA. So you, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think, I think that's going to change it. And I think cover wise, you're moving a little more to a cover three. So it changes it's your outside now, dude. It's, uh, it's raining over here too. Pretty bad. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this is the last question anyways, but, uh, yeah, your thoughts on that. No, no, no. I was, uh, I was just heard a bunch of noise. I'm like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I think that, uh, there's two things with the way. To I'm sorry. That noise was JT, the brick outside. Actually. Uh, he, he found out where yeah. you're at. Yeah. He found, he flew to me, huh? <laughs> yeah. I love did. that. Dude. I'm going to fly you out. And, uh, I'll buy you a limo. Like, yeah, let me just go to the airport. He's insulting yeah. your, he's insulting your income. Number one, like he's trying to make it sound like I got all this money. I'm JT the brick. Number two, I, dude's never broke any news in his life. He does such a broad, like, you know what? Uh, the Raiders may be gearing up for a trade, you know, and I, all I, I didn't even add him or anything. Dude. He searched his name. At, it was like one 45 in the morning. I woke up to a bunch of notifications, dude. Like, I'm like, who are you? Not a dude named, not a grown ass man named brick, dude. Cause he has a I burner that sure. follows. I bet she has a fucking burner that follows you. Dude, there's so many of those, uh, like comments were like no picture i'm like that's yeah. jt for sure he's yeah. got like 10 of them it's tj but, uh, tj the block uh this account following me. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway you're a grown-ass man named the brick dude i'm good with my life <laughs> now uh now to get back to it yeah. so the scheme, the raiders scheme last year obviously was overcomplicated, and like you got guys like like abram and i'm not bashing him because i do it enough but like you know like kelsey's running down the middle of the field and the game's on the line and you decide to take the middle of the field instead of following him right mm-hmm. it, and some of its natural instinct like anybody with any natural instinct in their in in the in the game of football would not have left kelsey alone right there right like like you would assume like okay like okay i'm assuming i have help but like nicks you know then same with nixon you know like falling for a double move on yeah uh, you know, on the, Guyton, starters with yeah. the game on the line right 
Like that's, that's just, that's just bad football. That has nothing to do with scheme. So like, but like, as long as like guys like Nixon aren't lining up for the football team next year, they'll improve. Now I think like the, the scheme overall with Bradley, like you're going to see, like he doesn't, he does not blitz. So they, they're missing a lot of pieces on that defense for him to succeed. Like he, he needs people that can rush the passer. He needs a good defensive line. If he doesn't yeah. have that, you're going to see the same things that pissed you off this year. So to, to answer that though, I think like, I think guys like Farrell and I think guys like, you know, he, he will play better in Bradley's scheme because it's yeah. not as complicated It's get to the fucking quarterback. And he did like, get some more pressures. He improved a lot in pressures last yep. year. Uh, the coverage has to hold up for him to get home. So I, I think, I think, I think you'll see if you see a little bit better coverage, you're going to see Clue and Farrell not playing as a run defender, at, you know, just by nature on first down, where the teams clearly know you're trying to stop the run and they just throw it on you, you know. So yeah, and I do think that they're gonna. I do think that the biggest need for them is is secondary still. And I think like go get yourself a nickel corner that is a legit mm-hmm. nickel corner. There's a bunch of them on the market. Um, and then get a free safety, you know, that can actually play football. And that's the most important position, right? I think in Bradley's defense right now for them to get is a free safety. Like he's always had a good one. So go get yourself a good free safety. Don't, you know, if Anthony Harris, you know, doesn't cost $15 million, sign me up. I'm not sold on John Johnson. I think like he, he's a good safety, but it's like, and it's just me being jaded, I think, by like keep signing Rams defenders to come play in our yeah. shitty scheme, you know. But I uh like I, he's I, good. Yeah. I like him. He he might get the top. He might I just don't want to go after the top safety. I don't know if you have to. In free yeah, agency. I think like, you know, yeah. Do, do the best you can to fill each hole, but like don't overpay one guy. I, yeah. Exactly. No, I, I'm with you. Well shit. That's a, that's all I got, man. That's all I got. Uh I will, we'll definitely have some more. I'll, I'll bring you on again soon and we'll talk. Uh, we'll, free agencies. Yeah. What on, uh, yeah, we'll do, today, we'll right? do a, we'll do a, like a wrap up after um, maybe the weekend free, a free agency that it hits. Uh, we'll yeah, do like a next, wrap up. It starts next Wednesday, right? The 17th, 17th. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So, so I think that, today, yeah. yeah. So we'll do a, uh, we'll do like a free agency, uh, first wave free agency wrap up. We'll, uh, we'll have you back on for that, but, uh, hopefully yeah. it's good. Yeah, or like we said, hopefully it's if there's and maybe like worst case scenario, hopefully they just missed out on some guys that are probably overpaid and are playing smart with their money. Maybe we don't have much to talk about, you know. Yeah. I just don't want to be I'm like, okay with that, though. yeah, like, yeah, okay that's with what I mean. I hope it's that and not like they gave fucking you know Bud Dupree twenty million. You're like, god damn it, like yeah, just Wait, something. how much did they give Melvin Ingram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Melvin Ingram and Bud Dupree each making fifteen a piece, and you have no cap space. <laughs> and then you just gotta listen to Gruden how we found pass rushers. Yeah, they're hard to find, but we found two. Thanks, Raider yeah. Nation. Great things are on the horizon. But uh, yeah, anyways, uh, I'm at Glenn Rockney. He's at Fattest Malin. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. All right, guys. All right, man. Peace.